Monday Night Football tonight. Every player in the league looks forward to these type of games. Everybody in the organization is on spotlight. Friends, families, relatives, everybody's watching this game. First segment we'll get to, David Njoku is out. How are the Cleveland Browns going to move the ball up and down the field? Who needs to step up? And guess what? You'd still got Nick Chubb. This week is a no-excuse week for Nick Chubb and his handoffs. We'll get to that a little bit as well. Uh, we look at another side segment, too. We'll get to Denzel Ward. Um, he's out, but guess what? Jamar Chase is out. So that's a wash wow. in the last segment. We'll get the keys to victory. We'll talk about what, what guys need to do in order to win this game. We'll get to predictions and final scores as well. So sit back. Enjoy the ride. We'll put, we'll get you set up for everything that's going to happen tonight on Monday Night Football, a Halloween edition, Cleveland Browns versus Cincinnati Bengals, only on the Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things. Dog Pound LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Not only is it the craziness of the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns on Monday Night Football, you want to make things even a little bit more insane, let's throw into the fact that it is Halloween. You know folks been at the Muni lot probably since about, I'd say what, sun came up? They are all ready to go. It is going to be a jacked atmosphere and an absolute must-have for your Cleveland Browns. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your host, Mr. Garrett Bush, at GBush91, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1. The Barbershop, Saturday mornings, 92.3. The fan pregame, postgame coverage for your Browns, for your Guardians, for your Cavaliers, and, of course, your Ohio State Buckeyes, as he said. Monday Night Football, the Cincinnati Bengals coming to town to face your Cleveland Browns. Uh, offensively, you know, the Browns are going to be down a couple of people here. Wyatt Teller will not play again. It sounds like plan was to get Wyatt Teller back after the bye. David Njoku, he did all he could. But, you know, once you said high ankle sprain, I think we were all under the understanding that David Njoku was going to be a spectator this week. Let's hope for better vibes maybe for after the bye for David as well. For me, there's a couple things here, Garrett. What are we going to do? David Ajoku has now become basically the second most important receiver on this team. How do you divvy up those looks? His work over the middle has been outstanding to this point. He's been a real, real comfort zone for Jacoby Brissett. You know, do you find a way to maybe integrate, reintegrate, I should probably say, Kareem Hunt into this passing game in this offense? David Bell, Anthony Schwartz, Michael Woods, these guys, it's not gone great for the Browns, you know, receivers after number one, Amari Cooper, and number two, Donovan Peoples-Jones. And again, folks, we tried to give Donovan Peoples-Jones some credit the other day. Young man has really been stepping up the last few weeks. Let's see how it works out for him tonight. I think you want to find a way to get a nice blend here, Garrett. And this is also an advantage here. Look, Cincinnati Bengals watched tape all season about this Browns offense and seeing what David Njoku can bring to it. It's taken out now. So they have no idea. There's been no film post-David Njoku's injuries that you can go to and say, oh, well, they tried to do this, or they had this guy run the routes that David Njoku was doing. You know, you got to think somehow, some way Harrison Bryant could be a factor here. Probably going to play an extra lineman, which is difficult for the Browns. Because, you know, if you're going to run a Michael Dunn out there, you're essentially playing 11 on 10. Because, you know, there's going to be no threat an extra lineman at the tight end being a receiver. So it's certainly an issue. And look, you're 2-5. and five. 
you don't win tonight, there is, oh, we want to do this. We want, you're already four games out. You are already four games uh, for four games under 500. You're going to be well behind Baltimore. Cincinnati, you're going to be well behind them as well. Look, Nick Chubb, if it's working tonight, Garrett, this has got to be a north of 25 carry game. You have the bye next week. Right now, and one thing we know that has always worked for the Browns against the Bengals has been Nick Chubb. It's been a really difficult thing for Cincinnati to handle. you got to get him involved. you got to feed your horse. This is why you pay people contract extensions. This is why you put C's on people's chests. These are games when the chips are down and you need it the most. you got to go with your guy. And there ain't no doubt that 24 is that guy. I always look at what other teams are doing in the league, and I look at what the urgency and sense of urgency that they play with. The Tennessee Titans uh, had Malik Willis, a, a guy who uh, who is a rookie, does not, has not gotten any starts. You don't have Ryan Tannehill, your veteran. And what did they do? The, the Tennessee Titans are pretty much a mirror of what the Cleveland Browns are. They have Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry was coming off injury. Derrick Henry, um, you know, had a lot of carries on his mile mileage on his on his legs, so to speak. And what did the Tennessee Titans do? They handed him the ball 30 plus times and he got him to the over over the hump to get them a big time victory. Tennessee Titans are five and two. And, and sometimes I think we there's a uh, there's a potential for coaches to overthink things and start looking down 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 into the future a little bit too much. You, you, I know you want to you want to reserve and you want to you know conserve the uh, you know the reps that go on Nick Chubb, but when you when you are two and five, and you need this game inside the division against a team that is coming into your house. You have to you have to employ the Malcolm X term. That is by any means necessary. If you that's how you got to get this done. And so look at the Tennessee Titans, what they did. The Cleveland Browns are going to be down their second second best target. David Njoku, who was a guy that was really playing well before he got injured. You still have Amari Cooper, but past that, you're going to really have to use the two guys that we talked about the most. And like you said, I, I, I love that you said, maybe we could just do, we could dust off Kareem Hunt. Maybe we can, we can start getting him some more touches and start having him be a part of this offense. I look at it before in 2020, when the Browns were good, when 2020 was rolling and the Browns were doing their thing, Kareem Hunt had over 1100 all purpose yards. 1100 seven seven touchdowns on the ground he had three he had 890 some odd yards 94 yards on the ground he also contributed about th over 300 yards in the air and and it combined for double digit touchdowns guess what you still got Nick Chubb the ball because that year he also had 1100 all-purpose yards right so you look when the Browns were successful, when they won what they won, they had a quarterback at Baker Mayfield who wasn't the greatest quarterback in the world, but you know what we were able to do? We were able to use the, the passing game, the short passing game, the screen game, getting Kareem Hunt in the mix, getting Nick Chubb and running the football, and we got to the divisional round by doing what? Playing to this, your strengths, playing to who you were. This is another opportunity to do it. I know I know Kareem Hunt's on the, on the trade block. But guess what? If you, if you were smart today, and we'll probably talk about it afterwards, because, by the way, make sure you check us out at the two-minute warning. Don't play around. We'll be here, ready to go meet Jeff, uh, Mikey McNuggets, and Adam the Bull. We'll be here to break it all down. But, you, Jeff, I'm going to talk about it. 
if they don't have a tight end presence and the, uh, the passing game looks bad and I come away with this game and Kareem Hunt has three carries and then two targets on the other end and they lose this game, that's going to be a, an indictment on the coaches. If you're going to go down swinging, go down swinging with, with your best players. And I think that your, your, your recipe for a win is exactly that. Nick Chubb, as much as you need, versatile with Kareem Hunt, couple of plays to, to your boy Amari Cooper, and we'll talk about it defensively. We got to get after Joe Burrow. There's no question about it. And look, if you don't win tonight, you might as well just trade Kareem Hunt because everybody knows Kareem Hunt's not going to be here uh, you know, next year going further. So A, kind of spotlight him. B, if it works out and he gives you a really, really solid contribution, maybe you realized that there was more to this team that you haven't been using the last couple of weeks. I understand game usage, score, all that stuff dictates what you got to do sometimes. But he had a player here, and he's a solid player. And you know what? He knows how to receive well. He runs great routes. He works well between the hash marks. You have to replace the loss of David Ajoku, who's been a monster so far this season. Kareem Hunt, in my opinion, is the only guy to do it, and I don't want to hear it. If Nick, if the game is tight, you're in the fourth quarter, Nick Chubb, I don't care how many. 30 is not too many. You don't play next week, and if you end up at 2-6, and six, none of it means a hill of beans anyway. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett, but your latest Lock on Browns. Appreciate everybody for being along for the ride. This episode of Lockdown Browns is sponsored by Better Help Therapy Online. Good folks over at BetterHelp. Um, now, you, we all go through things. Look, sometimes it's hard. It's impossible to, you know, be, for me, a complete husband, a complete father. There are times where I'm struggling. It's good to know that there's resources out there. There's somebody I can talk to. Sometimes it's really difficult when you're in a marriage to talk to your wife about the fact that maybe you feel sometimes you're not being the best wife. You're not being the best husband. You are not being the best father. That is why places like BetterHelp exist. Everyone deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. As the world's largest therapy service, they've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. All the benefits of in-person therapy. Plus, it's more convenient, it's more accessible, it's certainly more affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match up with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash XXX. That's BetterHelp.com slash XXX. Welcome back to the Locked on Browns podcast, special Monday night edition. Uh, we got the Browns and we got the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. We mentioned it before, but make sure you go ahead and please hit the select, uh, subscribe button and hit the like button as well so that you get all of our content. Right now, tonight, we're going to be going live on the post game. We'll give you that information, get your reaction heard first here. Live, we'll be doing that uh, tonight, uh, following the game, no matter how long it takes. So take a look at that. Make sure you get it. And we, we'll have that up for on demand for you guys. So you'll be able to, if you if you got to go to work, if you got to go to sleep, school tomorrow, um, I, we understand that you might not be able to stay up that late. But guess what? You can fire that bad boy right on up, and you'll be able to watch it tomorrow. We'll have that up tonight for you. So the first thing in the morning, you can have it right in your inbox and get that same information, get that real feel, the raw motion after a game. Hopefully it is a Browns win for us. So make sure you do that. Um, we talked about offense. Let's go to the defensive side of the football, Jeff. Um, Denzel Ward is out. Um, he's been out for a couple of weeks now in a concussion protocol. Uh, and, and the Browns kind of dodged a bullet here because 
um, Jamar Chase was playing very well for the Cincinnati Bengals. That passing game offense was off the charts the last couple of weeks. He is out, so expected to be four to six weeks with a hip injury. So now you have a situation where you're down one of your best corners, but also they're down, they're down one of their best receivers, not only for their team, but one of the best receivers in the league. So we we still respect T. Higgins, still got a lot of respect for Tyler Boyd, still got a lot of respect for Joe Mixon. But the Browns are a lot better off matching up with uh, Emerson, or or you still got guys like uh, you still got guys like uh, Greg Newsom. You still got Greedy Williams. I don't know if he's going to be active for this game. Um, he's had some injuries a little bit too. But anytime you can keep those guys, major ball players like uh, J- um, Jamar Chase off the field, it's going to help you out a little bit. But they also have to get some help from the guys up front. Um, we've been talking about it for for a long period of time. Is the Cleveland um, Browns getting turnovers. They did get a turnover last week. They got them in a position to come back on the Baltimore Ravens. They got a strip in there. Um, but one of the things that is looking doubtful is the fact JOK has not practiced all week. So you're going to need guys like Taki Taki to step up. You're going to need, uh, you're going to need uh, Deion Jones to uh, step up. You're going to need some guys um, that you haven't even really heard from in a, in a, in a while um, in order to get these guys taken care of defensive line has to play a lot better because just because you don't have Jamar chase out there, they still got a guy who can really gas you, hurt you in both the run game and the pass game. And that is one Joe Mixon had a great year last year. He's kind of lost in the shuffle a little bit because of what they do offensively. And they're so good at the receiver that some people forget about what he, what, what type of ball player he can be. So they can't really rest on their laurels. They still have to relearn and figure out that these guys can really make plays. Uh, But the Browns are going to have to do one thing. They're going to have to get after Joe Burrow. They're going to have to try to call some turnovers. They're going to have to get, they're going to have to be athletic. They're going to have to have a lot of effort because Joe Burrow is now look like he's on that trajectory where he's playing like he did at the end of last year. And and it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough, uh, you know, challenge for the Browns defense. Now, here's the thing when you get into this. Now, first things first, Denzel Ward being out, Jamar Chase being out. Look, Cleveland Browns would never admit it, but if somebody came in and said, all right, well, we're going to take Jamar Chase away, but you got to give us Denzel Ward. Yeah, Browns are signing up for that every day and twice on Sunday. Um, Jamar Chase is what makes the passing game go because he can do a little bit of everything. Higgins is your deep guy. Boyd is your underneath guy. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase is everything. So you take Jamar Chase out of that. This all of a sudden becomes a lot different. And no credit to Denzel Ward because certainly he did him well last year. There's no question about that. Certainly did. Um, and remember, Jamar Chase didn't even really play much in the last game the Browns faced it. So it's not like you were overly you know, scared to death, but you know what the kid is capable of. So you take those two guys out of the equation. Greg Newsom played well last year in the Bengal game on the road. Played very well. Um, they say it's some uh, maybe some abdominal issues, maybe. Um, but from what I'm seeing, it looks like it's trending like Greg Newsom is going to play today. Greedy Williams it was a little bit sick. Trending towards Greedy Williams is going to play. Keep a name. Uh, keep an eye on this name this evening. AJ Green. AJ Green, reserve cornerback, had a big game last year. The game in Cincinnati. I'll keep my eye on AJ Green being a part of this one here today. Anytime the Browns have had success, and keep in mind, Joe Burrow has started three games against Cleveland Browns. He is 0-3 to this point. The Browns have gotten after him every single time. When the Browns' D-line plays the Bengals, whatever version of the Bengals' O-line it is, 
it's always one where Bengals fans walk away saying, do we have O-line issues? Because every time we play the Cleveland Browns, our quarterback, our future, our star, our guy who's going to be a $250, $300 million guy, can't seem to get anything done because Miles Garrett's in his face all day. Last year, there were other guys involved. you got to think, you know, you're going to look at Jadavian Clowney here. Isaiah Thomas, the rookie, seventh-round pick, he is trending almost into the third DN right now. And things that we had talked about all the time with Isaiah Thomas, he's, he brought the full bag. He can play run D. He can rush the passer a little bit. You're going to look for that with Alex Wright as well. Are they going to go some NASCAR packages here? These Bengals offensive line, they don't move very well. They're strong guys, but they just don't have the footwork that you're looking for from top shelf offensive linemen. Do you run more DNs and out of these passing situations to go ahead and wreck Joe Burrow's day? All things to look out for from you know that front. The Browns, it's a huge one. It is. And look, this defense should come in with some confidence. You held the Ravens under four yards per carry last week. You shut the damn door on a guy like Mark Andrews with the top tight ends in this game. There are positives from the Browns defense. You're at home. It's Monday night. You know this team well. You've had success against this offense. You should be ready to go, G. I know there's going to be some players missing. We'll see how it works out with JOK, which is going to be a tough one if he cannot go. But if there's teams you know and you know really, really well, it makes it a little easier to the loss of a player or two because everybody knows what team does yeah familiarity works really well um, especially when you're in the same division um they've had an opportunity to have some stuff on and, and those guys on tape they've um you know had a chance to look and see what they do well and then what they don't do well what they struggle with um and so you have a, a book out for them um in, in terms of what we can do to actually come out and be successful now the thing is you're going to have to break some tendencies you and you're going to have to be able to to think and adjust on the run um whatever will work in the first half may not work in the second half and one of the thing areas the browns struggle with is making those adjustments once they do shut down or stop some teams in the first few segments and the sessions of the game you know, those teams make those adjustments and, and, you know, like the Falcons, they decided we're just going to run a ball every play. There's been some teams where, you know, they've come in really pass happy or hadn't run the ball as much as they wanted to, like the, uh, the uh, Chargers and Austin Eckler had a career day. So it, it just is not good enough to stop their initial wave. You have to be able to stop what they're doing with those adjustments. And I think one thing that you have to do is, is one thing is the offensive line. Uh, that the Bengals have is improved, but by no stretch of the imagination do they have all pros at every position in their in their their juggernauts in terms of stopping a, a pass rush. I think you have to be a, a confused. I think you have to, um, you know, get after Joe Burrow. And here's here's the catch twenty two: you can't let him sit back there and get comfortable because if he does, he'll throw for five hundred yards. You know, I, I know sometimes you may not want to keep your people in the back end one on one, but sometimes you're gonna have to trust it because. You have to move Joe Burrow around. You got to get pressure to him, and got to get an opportunity to get him down on, on the ground. So I, I think this is that's what it's going to come down to. Because if you get some pressure, if you can get a couple turnovers, just like you did last year, Denzel Ward, Denzel Ward got the pick six, changed the, the complete complexion of the game, and and then you can use what you do best on offense, which is your running game. The recipe's there. The recipe is there. You know how to play this team. You've had a lot of success against this team. Hell, you beat this team last year in the final week of the regular season with a backup quarterback and what was left of your roster. Opportunity is there. Some final thoughts and predictions. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked On 
Browns. I had my 18th wedding anniversary about 10 days ago. What do you do for 18? I don't know if there's a significant, you know, thing that gets tied to the 18th anniversary. You know, it always plays well, fellas. Nice piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking to pop the question, you have a milestone to celebrate, or want to let your love sparkle, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. As the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Niles help millions of couples create the perfect engagement ring. Their easy online tools let you choose the diamond shape, the size, and the clarity as well as the setting style. Blue Niles Bench Jewelers will then help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Strop stress-free with Blue Niles 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. They also over offer overnight shipping if you are in a rush. So that's yes, special someone, whether it's an anniversary, whether it's an engagement, you're just trying to let them know how much they mean to you. Make sure you check out Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com. Use the code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That is B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com. Code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com. Code LOCKEDON. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. It, it is game day here. Game day, Monday night football. Everybody is looking at Cleveland. Browns got a good way, an opportunity to go into the bye week, feeling good about themselves, going into the bye week and, and getting a win against a, a uh, division foe and being 2-0 in the division is nothing to, to slouch about. And I think this is a game that can get the Browns right back into the mold of saying, okay, we're, we're on track. We still need a couple games to go. I think if anybody thought about it, everybody would say you need to get to about five or six wins by the time Deshaun Watson comes back for yourself to have an opportunity to be in contention. But here's the thing. You won't know all the ins and outs if you don't follow us on Twitter, man. Well, you got to follow Lockdown Browns. You got to follow uh, Garrett Bush. You got to follow Jeff Lloyd. You can follow me at GBush91. You can follow Jeff at, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. And we want to thank everybody that's still consistently downloading the podcast. Make sure that you continue to download those and you can find us wherever your podcasts are, ever you get your podcast. And also we want to thank you guys for making us your first listen of the day. Jeff, it comes to the end here. We'll get down to the nitty gritty, the brass text. We'll talk about keys to victory. We'll also get into our final thoughts and predictions here. Um, Jeff, for me, I, I look at this game as to me, this is your season. Um, and, and a lot of people don't like to say it's all in one game. Um, and it's not a must win until you go home. But in, in all realism, when, when you've watched the game as long as we have and we watch the way football works, um, at this point, if you lose today and lose tonight, you're now in a position where you're two and six. You're now in the division. Uh, you go into the bye week, and, and the statistics show you what, what it means if you're two and something, right? You, you, you go look at the history of the NFL and how many teams have made it to the playoffs after starting two and six. And I guarantee you that is not a good percentage. Um, so this game has a lot riding on it. So for me, you know, I look at a lot of these other teams out here and I always go towards it. And I talked about this on Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Look at the number of the teams that don't have really great quarterbacks. Look at the number of teams that have injuries or whatever the case may be, and look how those teams are performing. You got a Jets team that's five and three that has Flacco and, and Zach Wilson. You look at a team uh, you, you like the Carolina Panthers, right? Carolina Panthers is a couple games out of first place. They could have won last yesterday and been in first place in the division. 
You take a look at teams like the Giants, where Daniel Jones are now six and two. The Seahawks are running around here at five and three, right? With Geno Smith. Take a look at the Washington Commander Commanders are four and four. I can name a lot of other teams. You, the, uh, you know, two has been out for a long period of time. And, and look at them being at five and three. The Cowboys won a lot of games with a backup quarterback. So there's a lot of teams in this league that have that came in with low expectation levels. Um, and they've they've come up and they've won. The Falcons, four and four. The Falcons are, are a team, they didn't have a quarterback. A lot of these teams don't. But they're finding a way to win. They're finding a way to put the ball in the end zone. They're finding a way to scrap. They're finding a way to close teams out at the end of the season. And that's the difference between the Browns and all those other teams. It isn't necessarily the quarterback play. It isn't necessarily because they got some guys injured. That happens everywhere. It's happening all over the league. And the Browns have to be able to to say, look, those teams are winning. What's the difference between them and us? Nothing. It's execution. And, 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 and commitment to figuring out, hey, I know my assignment. I, I know where I'm supposed to be. I'm in my gap. And also, when the p- time comes, I need to make plays. Your big guys, uh, there's no time out for, for, for pitch counts for Dick Chubb. There's no more time out for saying, oh, well, Kareem Hunt went in the trade, so we'll just spot shadow somebody else. No, you're going to need him to win this football game. Miles Garrett, we need those strip sacks. Jadavian Clark, we need all of that. When we come in here on a Monday night, other teams are getting it, and 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 and, and we need to get them. For me, I I don't have a good feeling about the game. Um, but I haven't had a, a good feeling about to get Browns for the last three or four weeks. Is it a winnable game? Sure, it's a winnable game. They, they've been in winnable games since they started kicking the game off since the kickoff. They've been in those games. The problem is they haven't done what they needed to do at the end to win those games. I think the Bengals come out in a, in a victory. I think I have this game 31-17. But let me tell you this. If, if they commit to the run game and they lean on the two guys who are the best offensive threats, I think if, if you get a game where Nick Chubb gets upwards of 27, 28, he gets to 30 carries, and Kareem Hunt is getting 15 to 16 touches, I think the Browns win this football game because it lines up right what they want to. If they get cute, and Harrison Bryan is getting the ball. If they get cute and they're not really running the game, 31-17, I got the Bengals going away in this. Your thoughts, Jeff? Look, the Bengals' defense was not good last year. They got lucky in the playoffs. They started to play better in the playoffs. But it still does not denotate that their defense is good. All right? Losing David Njoku, yeah, it'd be a nice player to have tonight. But you have a player like Kareem Hunt you barely used in the last few weeks. Get him back involved. Nick Chubb. Look, there's no excuse. I mean, you give him 27-28 carries against the Cincinnati Bank. Last year, the road game in Cincinnati, he had 14 for 140. This is a team, if you give him north of 25 carries, there's a really solid chance he could put up two bills. And with that, he's going to take the time off the clock. He's going to slow down to Joe Burrow. Defensively, where are you all? Because this is where it needs to be. Are you ready for people to get fired? Because this is where it's going to be. And you want to know what? Right before a bye week, that's a good time to start making some changes. Because you got 13 days to regroup before the next time you go out and play. But it's not going to matter at 2-6. and six. If it's not now, when? Because guess what? By the time Deshaun Watson can play again, it don't matter if he wins every game. The, the whole deficit's probably going to be too big. And the thing is, to navigate the next 13 days, you need a win. Or, you know what, nobody's going to talk about you and you speak about the Cleveland Browns, anybody who plays for the Cleveland Browns, it's all going to be negative. Because, you know what, 
wow, that offense played really, really well with Jacoby Brissett. What the hell happened to the defense? What happened to the defense? But you need a perfect blending here. Look, offense, Jacoby, again, no mistakes. And for the Browns' sake, don't put him in a spot in the last two minutes where you're relying on Jacoby Brissett and Cade York to get you a win. This is not an under-talented team. This is a very talented team. These are not the guys that are supposed to be taking you to victory. There are plenty others. Take some shot plays. The Bengals' secondary is not that great. They're not. Get Donovan People Jones involved. Get Amari Cooper involved. Open up more running lanes. Play all three phases. Special teams, defense, offense. If the Browns can do just that, if they can get a good effort from special teams, a good effort from defense, a good effort from offense, they win more games than they lose. And this is certainly one of them. I don't want to hear it anymore. This is what you got to have. Go get it. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. That That's the type of passion I would like to see from the end of the day. They had to play with a little bit of desperation. And, and they need to be able to play, like, with their hair on fires and, and, and going out there and doing the things that they need to do. But if, if they can't come out and have that level of intensity, they're going to be in trouble. They got a gift. Jamar Chase is not playing today. And they're going to need their guys to step up. I think for offense, defense, and special teams, Coaches have to do their part, too. Got to have a great game plan. Got to have great flow. Got to be able to bring some pressure. Got to be able to make kicks. You got to be able to make recover onside kicks. Everybody needs to be all in on whatever it needs to happen to win this game. You got a bye week to, to heal up. You better leave it all on the field. Uh, and about 11 or 12 o'clock at First Energy Stadium, you should be dead tired and thinking about, <laughs> hey, at least we dead tired. But guess what we were able to do? We were able to come out and pull out this victory. Be a beautiful night in first energy tonight. I don't think it's going to get below the 50, so a great night for everybody. I'm sure there's going to be costumes. There's some sort of bracelet thing the Browns are handed out when you come in, uh, you know, where the lights all work in sync on the bracelet with everybody in the building, so that should be pretty cool. But the Cleveland Browns, don't disappoint your fans. They need this one. Look, you want us all to stick around. Don't go to two and six. Three and five is a whole, whole Different ball game, and some of these games down the line now, some of these opponents don't look like they once did. So you got to right the ship here this evening. There is no question about it. We appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen. Whether it's on your favorite podcast app or, of course, now on YouTube, make sure you're following the show. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you got your notifications on on YouTube. Click that like button every time for me and G. Bush. We do appreciate you all for that. Um, make sure, Garrett at Bush 91 the Ultimate Clean Sports Show, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday, uh, 92.3, the fans, Saturday morning, check out the barbershop, pregame, postgame coverage, Browns, Guardians, Cavaliers, Buckeyes, G. Bush got you covered everywhere. Myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, show itself at Lockdown Browns, follow back account. Guys, it is a big one, guys and gals, it is a big one tonight. And look, Browns, you want everybody to stay on this boat. You want everybody to stick around. Not eyeing over when's the next time Donovan Mitchell's playing. You want that? Go out and show it. Win. Bottom line. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go, Browns.